alien spacecraft did not crash in Roswell, New Mexico in 1947. You know flat earthers, I guarantee it. But you don't know who they are because they're afraid of talking about it. This is not a test. This is your emergency broadcast system. Hello and welcome to the 91st annual Subliminal Deception Podcast, your weekly dose of conspiracy theory. Bullshit. My name is Cody. I'm joined by my pal Phil. How are you? Doing good, buddy. How about yourself? Not doing too bad. How is uh, how's your weekend been treating you? Oh, it's been uh, it's been pretty good. You know, went out uh, drinking last night per usual, pretty much. Went mm. out to the bars. Got home Friday from work. Looked on my Xbox and saw that Rocket League is now free to download. Oh, so I went ahead and downloaded that. Yeah, it's pretty. Uh, it's a fun game. I've been. I played it. You know, I rented it a couple times, but I never bought it. Never bothered really buying it. I didn't realize how bad people get nowadays with like quitting a game. Like there are so many people on that game who the other team is up. Like say the other team is up two to nothing in the first like minute and a half, they will fucking just quit. Really? Like, yeah. Is there no penalty for quitting early? I think the I think it doesn't go against their record if they quit. I think that's what it is. They're trying to keep the record up, but there's just no fighting people. I don't know if it's like little kids that are quitting or if it's just everybody. But well, all of a sudden you'll be you'll be down one or two points, and then you'll only have like either you or maybe just one other person on your team. Well, I mean, should we be that surprised? Uh, online gaming can be pretty goddamn toxic. Uh, <laughs> I know that just from playing World of Warcraft, which if you go to like a main city in that game and like read the trade chat, this is supposed to be trade chat, right? Where people sell shit or whatever. And it's literally nothing but them fighting about Trump or coronavirus or like, it's just like, guys, you're here to play a video game, not talk about the problems with the world. Like, I, I don't get it. I think I heard the only person, the only time I've ever heard about trade chat, I think was on between the bumbles. You and yeah. Adam were talking about it, and yeah. you guys were basically saying it's the most toxic place on the internet that isn't Reddit. Is yeah. Appar- <laughs> trade chat? Apparently, trade chat and what's it? Uh, League of Legends. I've never played that game, but uh, apparently, that's pretty. That's like, well, maybe Call of Duty's up there too. I don't know. I haven't played that in fuck forever either. Do you turn on the voice chat with Rocket League? No, I don't. Um, I was thinking about putting on my my headset with the microphone on it. <laughs> and then I realized, like, I really don't like hearing what those people say. But it would be good to just kind of turn it on and then turn off the opposing people. So you couldn't really hear, you know, the shit talking, all of the shit talking that they're doing. Well, I mean, from what you've said, it sounds like your own goddamn teammates are going to turn on you. Pretty much, yeah. I imagine if you make one mistake, your teammates are probably just going to shit talk you the whole time. Of course, I do it too. Like in my, you know, just my apartment, I'm screaming at the fucking TV, like <laughs> asking them what the fuck are they doing? Because it's basically soccer. So you're trying to clear it out of your goal area and get it into the other teams. But sometimes when you're trying to clear it, they're like a kindergartner. They just want to touch the ball. So they're like kicking it back into the fucking, you know, into your space, people on your team. 
You're just like, what the fuck are you doing? You just stole the ball from me and kicked it near our goal, you know? <laughs> yeah. And then they're the ones who quit. When the, when we go down, uh, like, oh, two, because they're the ones who accidentally kicked it into our goal, they quit. Like, oh, thanks, dude. Now we have to climb up this fucking hill. Does, uh, does it not just, like, put a new person in there? I thought that it would, but it doesn't. Like, oh, that sucks. It, on a, on those uh, on the shooting games, they do that, but on this game, they don't. So I feel like they should implement like a uh, what is it like a penalty system that if you do that too much, you get like timed out and you can't play for a while or something. Or make a forfeit count as two losses instead of just one. That there be good. you go. There you go. I I know Adam played that game a lot, but I. I haven't heard him talk about it in a while, but I think if I remember right, it was like him and a few other guys had like their their team they'd always play together. So I imagine it was uh, they're a lot better at it with, you know, a team talking to each other or whatever. Yeah, well, I know it's one of those games that goes through waves of popularity. So it's one of those. It's a game that like um, like the Modern Warfare, all of those games. When they come out, they're super popular, and then they start waning, and they never come back because there's going to be a new Call of Duty Modern Warfare, whatever, whatever that comes out. <laughs> but this one is going like up and down, up and down. Well, uh, you should put on the headset, and you will probably hear uh, you know, gamer words and probably hear people insulting your mother. Code for the N-word yeah. repeatedly by an <laughs> eight-year-old white boy from fucking Nebraska. Yeah, that's exactly who says that shit. Well... Anyway, Phil, are you ready to uh, get a little weird here? Yes, let's go for it. Now, this week, I this was kind of a uh, recommendation that I had heard from somebody recently, and I wanted to like look into it myself a little bit, and it's kind of obscure, and we'll kind of discuss if there's actually any validity to this or if it is complete bullshit. Now... Let's start off here. This, I'm going to be talking about, I guess what they refer to as mysterious staircases, right? Now, now it is not a surprise when venturing into the wilderness to perhaps encounter certain objects that one may not expect to find. For example, one time while I was on a trip, I found a random toilet just sitting in the middle of the woods, which at first glance might seem out of place, but when you realize that is simply just there for people coming into the woods to have a somewhat uh, semblance of a bathroom, I guess, instead of just shitting on a tree. That kind of makes sense. But the thing we're going to be discussing today is an object that has almost no reason to be in the woods, and that is a staircase. More specifically, a staircase that is leading nowhere. It's literally just sitting in the middle of of the woods. Have you heard of this phenomena at all? No, I have not. Uh, this is the first time I'm hearing about this. I do have to ask, though, that toilet, was it like hooked up to any sort of plumbing? No. Was it actually like a workable toilet or just just like sitting there? It was literally like a cement slab with the toilet. So I'm assuming you poop in there, whatever you want to do in it, and it just kind of just goes in a hole in the ground. Then hopefully it'll turn to... Uh, dirt again eventually it'll it'll fertilize a fucking plant that's growing right next to it (laughs) i mean yeah no that's weird as long as like the pittsburgh steelers don't come by and every single one of them takes a shit in there at once i think it'll be okay i imagine it's like one dump every week 
in it that it probably yeah. doesn't cause any issues. I imagine that the city of Pittsburgh only has one working toilet <laughs> in the entire city that they all share. So actually, I was going to say, do you remember the woods out back behind my house? Um, it ha- There was one spot in those woods. And for some reason, there was just like little remnants of old eight tracks like everywhere, like in this big circle. Really? Like, I'm not sure. Yeah, it was weird. I don't know if we ever went back there, but me and my brothers went back there all the time. There were these old eight tracks and they were just sitting there. Like, I don't know if like someone just was, that's where they used to dump garbage or like someone just didn't want them anymore. Just, you know, save them from themselves. Or maybe somebody, you know, stole someone else's eight tracks and just got rid of them there. (laughs) Well, now that's a goddamn gold mine you just left sitting there. Yeah, well, I mean, it was they were all so weathered that there's no way they would be able to play. Uh, but, is that the weirdest thing you've ever ran across in the woods? Um, geez, in the woods, a baby doll hanging from a tree. Ugh, well, yeah, that's creepy, but you know that was just some like edgy kids who put that shit up there. Yeah, that was probably just a weird fucking kid who was, this was out at a campground. Ah, okay. Well, kind of what we're talking about here, as far as the stairs go, is like you'd be miles and miles into the woods. So it's like they don't really have any practical reason for being there, if that makes sense. Are they so is it just a staircase like coming out of the dirt or is there some kind of a foundation? Does it look like there maybe used to be a house there? Well, that's the thing. Um here, here's kind of the the thing. Well, we're gonna go through some stories, and I'm gonna tell you kind of where this originated from. But some of the stairs that they would find in the woods are exceedingly dilapidated, or could have been part of like a uh, ancient culture, or a you know what I mean, like I don't, a tribe built them, or like maybe a couple hundred years ago there was a building there, or something like that. But some of them are literally, they look like if you were to take, I don't know, say a duplex has that wooden stairs, you remove that from there and it's literally that just sitting in the woods, almost in pristine condition, which doesn't make sense because of the, you know, weather effects in the woods. It should be more uh, deteriorated and stuff. That's where it gets weird. Yeah. Okay. That's odd. So, well, we'll we'll kind of talk about the other things uh, about it. But yeah, that's kind of like I've seen some pictures of said stairs, like newer looking ones. But obviously, there's a lot of pictures of like old stone stairs that have moss all over them now or something like that, which kind of you can probably put that up to somebody built that at some point. Yeah old Barry Satiro in his time machine that yep. was one of his summer houses <laughs> that one time but now it's gone to shit so there's only a wooden or a stone staircase left I would bet money that most of these stairs were Barry Satiro uh, starting to claim that land and then deciding it wasn't for him and he just left the stairs there you always start with the stairs when you're building a house so you have to remember that yep most important part <laughs> now the really interesting thing about Kind of where this whole phenomenon kind of started from was they were being seen by search and rescue teams. Now, 
why that's important is because obviously they're going to be the ones in the middle of the woods looking for whoever's missing or whatever, you know, where they think there's a connection is between the search and rescue and the missing 411. I've talked about the missing 411. I miss, have you watched either of the documentaries yet? I've heard you guys talking about it okay. quite a bit. So basically, you know, people kind of just either vanishing in the woods or um, just being in a location there's no way they should be able to reach. Kind of what they're linking is seeing the staircases and a correlation to them and the missing people in the woods. Like there's just something weird going on in like densely wooded forests, I guess you'd say. So we're going to talk about one search and rescue guy. We're going to tell his story kind of how this whole thing got like brought to attention essentially. So there's been reports of these stairs all over the world. Uh, obviously in the US mostly most of them are in state parks, which again, the missing 411 is connected to state parks. So that's kind of an interesting correlation, but they've also been seen in Germany, Brazil, Portugal, and the Philippines. Obviously all of those areas have a lot of woods. Now, here's where we got to take a deep breath before we uh, go any further. This this whole thing started on Reddit, and it's ironic that you talked about the craziest toxic place on the internet being Reddit literally in the beginning of the show. If Reddit was, or if the internet was a city, Reddit would definitely either be the garbage dump or the sewer. Just right. the absolute bottom. Right. Like every once in a while, you're going to find a little treasure trove in there. Yeah. Now the subreddit. <laughs> now, what else is important about the connection to Reddit in this case is that the original story popped up on a subreddit called r slash no sleep. Now, what's interesting about no sleep is the rules of the Reddit or the subreddit are that you can either post real stories or fake stories, but all the stories are presumed to be possibly real which kind of throws a kink in this story. But where it gets interesting is this guy posted his original story that I'm about to read in a minute here. And then a whole bunch of other people commented about their weird incidences in the woods. And we're going to be reading through some of them as well. So it's kind of like, I don't know. What do, you, what do you think about that so far? Well, that's, I mean, it's a really good device for storytelling. It's kind of like like a Schrodinger's cat situation. So, like, there's a cat in the box, and it might be dead or it might be alive, but you don't know until you open the box. So, the cat is both alive and dead at the exact same time until you open that box. So, it's kind of like those stories. You don't know if they're true or false. So, until, you know, you open the box, someone tells you whether they're true or false. They're both at the same time kind of seems like what it is well yeah that's a that's a great example actually um so what you're saying is it didn't really matter if this guy's story is true or not but he might have opened a pandora's box of stories that are real maybe but it yeah well with oh on the subreddit there are true stories and there are fake stories right but they can it it's not like oh this this subreddit's only for true stories this subreddit's only for fake stories it's just it could either be true or false i've read books that are like that where they admit that some of these are facts some of these are fiction but it's for you to decide which is what what is what 
Just like, uh, remember we talked about the uh, Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas book. Yeah. Yep. That's a that's a good example. Now, let's read the first story here. Now, this guy's Reddit username is literally Search and Rescue Woods. And he's the one he's the guy who originally posted the story that kind of spurred this whole phenomena off of it. So we'll read his little tale here. This is the last one I'll tell you, and it's probably the weirdest story I have. Now I don't know. If this is true, in every search and rescue unit, but in mine, it's sort of an unspoken, regular thing we run into. You can try asking about it with other SAR officers, but even if they know what you're talking about, they probably won't say anything about it. We've been told not to talk about it by our superiors, and at this point, we've gotten so used to it that it doesn't even seem weird anymore. On just about every case where we are really far into the wilderness, I'm talking 30 or 40 miles, at some point we'll find a staircase in the middle of the woods. It's almost like if you took the stairs in your house, cut them out, and put them into the forest. I've asked about I asked about it the first time I saw it, and the other officer just told me not to worry about it, that it was normal. Everyone I asked said the same thing. I wanted to go check them out, but I was told very emphatically that I, sh- I should never go anywhere near them. I just sort of ignore them now when I run into them because it happens so frequently. This is where it gets weird because if this man's telling the truth and other more experienced search and rescue people are telling them or telling him that they have seen these before and you definitely should not go near them, it kind of makes me wonder what do they know? It almost, it seems like kind of like an old urban legend among these groups. Like, I wonder if maybe, obviously, we don't know if it's true or false, you know, but I wonder if it's one of those, it kind of feels like a, what's that old, the Twilight Zone, kind of feels like like an old Twilight Zone episode where, you know, the story is set up. There's this guy who like works for these search and rescue units going into the woods and then he happens to see it and then it kind of like plays it out. Like, everyone in the group just is like, oh, it's normal. Just don't go near it. Don't worry about it, you know? See, this is interesting. I kind of wish you would have, uh, maybe for next week, uh, if you get time, you should watch one of the documentaries. But they're interviewing the search and rescue people on the Missing 411, and they're very, like, not shocked about people kind of, like, teleporting or just disappearing without a trace. And I, th- if I remember right, in the documentary, they literally say... You approach their superiors, they're just going to give you the cold shoulder about it. So it's mm. like, if those are connected somehow, some way, then it's like they are just so used to this weird shit happening in the woods that they just are like, don't worry about it. Well, I do remember listening to a podcast. I'm not sure if it was you guys or Creep It Real or Last Pod, but I think that there's some kind of theory that it was something about the cave system. Oh, yeah. In the United States. Is that one of the theories, possibly? Well, we'll that we're going to kind of talk about that at the very end, but okay. you, you have not watched Hellier yet, correct? No, I have not. Okay, so basically, the whole show starts out because there's this long this legend from a long time ago called the Hopskinville Goblins, and they, all these people were seeing them. And they had a, a guy write in, and he had just seen one. 
And then they're starting to wonder if maybe, because there's always legends about caves, right? And mm-hmm. the cave system that runs basically under Kentucky, I think can- Tennessee, uh, Pennsylvania, all that right there. Like there's a weird theory that there might be, if there is aliens on Earth, they could be living in the cave system there because it's like the perfect hiding spot for them. Yeah. So that's crazy because considering how scary some of the people are like backwoods, Kentucky, Tennessee, (laughs) Pennsylvania, like I don't even want to know what's in those fucking caves. Just knowing like what's above those caves. Well, I mean, before we would have just assumed they were uh, the uh, a bunch of incest families just kind of living in there. I want somebody playing the banjo out there. You hear that banjo music and you know, you're done for. You got to get the fuck out of there. This is kind of why I wish we still knew. Jimmy Dar because uh, he probably would have told us some pretty wild stories about the caves in Kentucky, I'd imagine. Oh, definitely. He definitely would have known, either known of someone or known someone who went missing in those caves. Right, so. right. I, <laughs> You know he would have. He had an answer for everything, didn't he? Yeah, I, I didn't realize what one of those, like, because I've met a bunch of people who are like that since I've met him, but... Yeah, he's one of those people who <laughs> he always has either a story or an explanation or a theory. Right, right. And it's always his is true. Like I know, I know. I he he's a character, but uh, he he was a fun guy. He was a great friend to have. He's right, a good guy. Right. All right. Let's read another another story here. Now, these next three that I'm going to be kind of reading here were basically people who told their story in the comments from the original guys post about their weird uh incidences in the woods now, this is from reddit user <laughs> jeep dave uh in her good name there sir i came across a set in rural Vig- west virginia i don't think i was quite 40 miles deep but at least 10 or better i thought maybe a house had once stood there but there was no cellar or other debris that would indicate a home was here before Just a set of stairs with a base that went up maybe one flight, 16 or so steps if I remember right, and sturdy, could barely shake them. I didn't climb up though, worried it might break or fall over, and I was alone. So, if I was alone in the woods, and I saw this, I would be terrified. Yeah, I don't know if I would be... I would, I, I definitely, like like he was saying, I definitely wouldn't climb up those stairs because <laughs> if you break your fucking leg yeah. 10 miles deep in the woods, you're crawling back. You're done for. You have to cut your own leg off like that one guy. Uh, you, you know who I'm talking about? I can't remember what his name is. The guy who got caught between the rocks? Yeah. Yeah. Ugh. And then James Franco did that movie that I've never watched. And that was just as painful. <laughs> <laughs> I almost cut my leg off watching that goddamn movie. Yeah. So what do you... Now, it's West Virginia again, so we got to yeah. kind of be like, well, you know, there's weird stuff in West Virginia. I mean, okay, that's a... Doesn't the Bridgewater Triangle go through there? Um, I'm not remember. exactly sure about that one, but I do know... So obviously Virginia, you know, back... It's old colonial, you know, there's... A lot of Native American, obviously they weren't building staircases probably, but there's a lot of old colonial stuff there. I know West Virginia was a lot more like rural than Virginia itself was. So I wouldn't imagine, like there could have been a whole farm there at one point and then all of the woods kind of just grew around what was left. 
but for staircases to still be sturdy after all that time, even if it was the 1800s or early 1900s, like you would think a staircase standing by itself would at least be wobbly. You know, obviously there's barely anything supporting it too. Right. And obviously anybody who has a deck, you know, the, Mm -hmm. the rain, the snow, cold weather, that shit's going to erode it. You have animals climbing on it shitting and pissing on it. Fucking termites. Termites. Yeah. It's like, I, (laughs) I don't know how that thing's possibly still standing there. You know what they should do though? Dutch boy should get a hold of this story go out find all these stairs put their stain on it and they can prove to everybody they have the best stain in the world and those stairs will not rot excellent promotion yeah they get them back on the map i haven't actually seen a commercial (laughs) for that shit we used to see commercials for that stuff all the time of course i live in arizona and it doesn't rain here so (laughs) not a lot of use for deck sealant here they uh let's see does the sun not affect them no, the sun definitely affects everything. The sun will rot your fucking... Yeah, the sun will rot everything quicker than the rain will. Like, if... You know those uh, you know those tailgating, like, chairs? Yeah. The fabric ones? So I have one of those, and I actually left it outside all summer long. And basically, it just completely... Like, I sat in it one day, and it just tore apart. The sun had eaten it. Wow. Holy shit. Yeah, the sun's bad here. I wouldn't imagine that happened. By the way, Phil, uh, they do still sell Dutch Boy. I have seen it at Menards, but I think Bear Bear Paint or whatever is like the big dick paint company okay. now. Or Sherman Williams even, maybe. Yeah, that's uh, something we don't have out here is Menards. It oh, actually yeah. was kind of a fun store to go into when I was a kid. <clears throat> it's uh, the greatest uh, hardware store around, I think. I don't know. I didn't know. Yeah. Does, does Arizona have an equivalent? Well, we have a lot of... Home Depots and uh, what's the one who Lowe's Mark, Mark. Lowe's yeah Marky Mark no I was gonna say uh, Jimmy Harvin or the race car driver oh Lowe's. yeah 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 yeah, I, yeah whenever yeah. I think of those people I think of like who drove the car that had their logo on it for some reason <laughs> all right who's so, Viagra Viagra Mark Martin hell yeah there you go. He was the oldest race car driver in the fucking NASCAR. <laughs> why he had Vi- why he was sponsoring Viagra. Well, we know the number one son of a bitch who drives DuPont. Oh, goddamn Jeff Gordon. Fuck yeah. Fuck that guy. All right. Let's uh you ready for another one? Yeah, let's go on. All right. Now this is from Reddit user Taylor Ann Shazam. Great name. <laughs> uh awesome. they're from Michigan, by the way, so not that far away from me. An hour east of Ironwood, there's a clearing in the forest that has stairs. I was hiking and exploring with my cousins, and we stumbled on the clearing about half a football field long. Had a few staircases, but not against trees, just standing in the open. They look like stairs from a normal suburban home, kind of old though. The older cousin decided to investigate. He walked to the stairs to see how they were being held up, couldn't find anything which weirded him out, he made us all leave. Grass didn't grow near the stairs either. So hmm. uh, I don't know if I included it here, but it seemed like there's kind of stories about like nothing really grows in some of them. There's like no growth around the stairs or the uh, you don't really see animals around them, which kind of makes it a little weird. I I don't know. Yeah, that's odd. It So basically what she said, the older cousin 
mm-hmm. went up to the stairs and there was no like supports underneath the stairs. Well, they I, were just kind of like floating there. No, no, no. I don't mean I don't think she means floating. I mean, like if you think about how like a stairs is constructed, essentially, generally at the top, there's something bracing it, holding it up. So I yeah. assume that just means it's just the bottom half of the stair brace is holding it up. It's not like leaning against a tree or anything like that. Oh, to secure it. Right, gotcha. right. Okay. This it's kind of reminds me of if you think about how our how like airports work. I don't want I don't know if you're going to talk about this later on, but how airports work if you can imagine like they have like either those staircases that go right up next to the planes or like the little terminals. I wonder if this could be like some situation where UFOs land here so often that they build staircases, you know, something like that. It's kind of, cause it, I was thinking about there's the, how you said grass didn't grow near the stairs. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. That's weird. That's actually, or they're fucking their gateways to other dimensions. That's my other one. My well, other. it's interesting. You brought up that theory because that is one I had not thought of. Like the, something put it there so they could use it when they are like, you know, coming here or whatever. I I didn't even think about that. That's a that's a genius uh thing there. Almost like two, maybe they're camouflaged so that if you go out and you see a staircase, it doesn't look like alien technology, like the you know, the alloys and the metals that a alien might use in their staircase. But it's actually camouflaged to look like a staircase, because he said it's just one that you would find in any suburban home. You know, maybe an Amish person sees that staircase completely differently. Maybe someone in a different country who would see it would see it differently. You know, it's kind of odd. I I love that actually. That's uh that's genius, Phil. I love that. Yeah. Um, just just fucking make it up my own conspiracies well, about that, it now. When look when we talk about really weird and obscure, either mysterious events or conspiracies, it's kind of like not necessarily that we believe it, but you just kind of throw shit at the wall and see what sticks. <laughs> Yeah. Also, I wanted to say too, Taylor and Shazam. I don't know if she's from fucking like the Upper Peninsula, if she's an Ooper, but for being from Michigan, she actually has pretty good hand, you know, pretty Not good spelling bad. and grammar usage. Not yeah. bad at all. Dude. I would expect a lot more fucking misspellings and, you know, periods and commas mis- like used incorrectly. Is Shazam the Shaq movie? I think it's Kazam. Is it Kazam? Okay. Was yes. what the hell is Shazam? Oh no, Shazam's the um the new DC movie one. Yes, yeah, he's that superhero, the kid who becomes an adult superhero because of the the superpower. Now, I wanted to ask you. I don't know if you've ever heard of this place. I believe it is in either Romania or uh the Czech Republic, but I always remember this incident. They had a show called destination truth where they kind of just like went out wherever there was like cryptids or ghost things or just weird places all around the world Mm -hmm. well there was this one place in one of those countries and it's like this big woods and kind of in the center of it there's this huge opening where trees won't grow or, or there's grass there but like there's nothing else but grass like trees won't grow in this one weird spot in the forest and so they were sitting there doing EVPs or whatever, and the guy, like, you can kind of see it. Like, something, like, comes in and, like, almost, like, tackles him. It's very strange. Uh, I think they said they 
obviously this is probably old school made up shit, but it was like a witch's area or something a long, long time ago. Could be one of those, uh, those, <laughs> I was going to say, uh, those linebacker looking Eastern European women <laughs> looking for a husband comes in and fucking tackles his ass. Take me back to America. <laughs> that very, that's very possible. Who's the, uh, who's or central, uh, central European. There you go. I just kept thinking maybe it was Sebastian Janikowski. That's who I was thinking of. But he's Polish, oh, I think. The Polish boot. Yeah. Yeah. The old, I, I learned recently he is currently unemployoed. So good uh, luck, Seabass, on getting a new job. I think you might uh, have drank your way out of the game and you're too big made, now. He made quite a bit of money. And if they ever have like a Polish um, like TV station where they want, you know, someone to come in and teach basically like they had in England. If you watched football in England uh, during like, you know, like when the Vikings would play in Wembley against like the Steelers or whoever, yeah, they would always have Americans in there to like, during the, like during the timeouts and stuff, they would like basically teach the British, like what just happened, like why they kicked it away, why they didn't go for it on fourth and eight, you know, maybe he could do that in Poland. Hell yeah. All right. All right. Great well, cl- I mean, clearly they've got good kickers, so. Let's get him over yeah. there. And right. you don't need to be sober for it. <laughs> Definitely not. You just got to work out one leg. Yep. All right. Let's read. Uh, we'll hear our final story here. A Reddit user named Holy Shit Space. This is a fantastic name, by the way. And he yep. is from my motherland, Norway. Fuck yes, brother. Let's hear what you have to say. Or maybe it's a lady. I'm not certain yet. A few months back, while visiting Gramps in Lilsund, I believe that's what it is, southern Norway, we went hiking. Nothing big, just a walk and a picnic in, in some woods. It's, I don't know if that's normal for Norwegians, but American Norwegians generally do, don't do that. Well, they probably, they're in, uh, they're in fucking Europe, so they probably only work like 15 hours a week. <laughs> True. Lots True. Of time off. Hey, we got to, I think Norway has the ha- happiest citizens in, for any country in the world, I believe. Could be making yeah, that up, I don't know. All of those, all of those like Scandinavian countries, they're all in like top five, I think, for happiest. And Iceland too is in there. Hell yeah, we need to go there. Anyway, continuing on here, with us were my niece and nephew, who are both quite young. So I joined them in hide and seek while the proper grown-ups had coffee and whatnot. Me and my nephew were the first to hide, but we split up and I ran alone quite a ways into a thicket of woods and I found a staircase. Nothing remarkable, riddled with moss and made from what looked like really old concrete with large pebbles of rocks in it. It didn't really seem out of place at the time, but thinking back, anyway, I decided it was not fit for a hiding place, but after only a few seconds of squatting behind it, I got up and I stepped back. I couldn't shake the feeling that I really shouldn't be anywhere near it. I had, I suddenly had this feeling of being severely unwelcome and that I could, I should get as far away from this thing as possible. So I ran to my family and didn't look back at it. Thinking about it now, it still gives me the sort of, I don't know, twisted wrong feeling. Okay, this kind of brings up the last point. People seem to feel when they're near these weird stairs like they're being watched or they feel like it gives off this weird energy 
or that it just there's something not right about you know that feeling right there's just something off about a place that you just shouldn't be there that's repeated in a lot of these stories as well so is it either you're finding something that's out of place and it just makes you feel weird or is it something else that's just telling you get away from this thing i mean logic part of my brain kind of tells me right off the bat that like if you were in a wooded area you you know what to expect in a wooded area even if you come across an old rundown building that kind of looks out of place you can say like oh maybe there used to be a farm here and that's why this is here like all of the windows are broken out all of everything it's half torn down even that wouldn't seem like it's super out of place but just a random staircase in the woods made out of pebbles and cement like i could see how maybe you would think that but i mean it it kind of makes me think too of like a if you've ever like um gone into a church you know how there's like the like the raised up area and then there's like the altar and the you know everything like that right if you ever like i know i only had to do i only had to be a fucking who's the kids <laughs> yeah, get altar the boy i only had to be an altar boy like once because I was smart and I, I played stupid when they wanted me to, you know, learn all the stuff and I never had to do it. But I only ever like walked up to it one time and it felt really weird like walking up to the altar because it's this place that you always looked at but never like went close to. Right. So That's a, I thought maybe you're going to say your molestation radar was going off. <laughs> Oh, no, that's when you're going in the back and putting on the fucking robes and stuff. That's when your fucking butthole is on super fucking red alert, alert tightness. Yeah, fucking. get it, get me out of here with this creepy man in a white robe. Yeah, fucking while two fucking kids are putting on robes and stuff. Fucking <sighs> wizard watching you. Here, here's the thing, though. I want to, you kind of mentioned it here. For Norway, I think there has to be a huge asterisk about concrete stairs or whatever. Because of how old of a civilization that is, there could be stairs from a thousand fucking years ago there, right? Yeah. I wouldn't expect the stairs to be made out of concrete from True. a civilization like the if the Vikings. So the Vikings, I don't think, would have left concrete. But I think that they've been using concrete, like modern concrete, for a couple hundred years now. And Norway actually... It's a pretty industrialized country. Like a lot of people think of it just as like a fishing, you know, all they do is, you know, fishing ports and that kind of stuff. But they do have like industry and stuff like that. So I wouldn't imagine it would be weird for, you know, just to see concrete. I just out there. Just to see. Yeah, my computer just chirped at me. I wouldn't think it would be weird just to see like, you know, concrete out there. But you would think if it was from like an older, you know, like the Vikings or something like that, it might be made out of stone. Right, right. I I think I'm more compelled about the wooden stairs that look brand, like newer. I think those yep. are the ones where I'm kind of like, okay, that's weird. The stone stairs, I don't know. Like, obviously, in my mind, maybe I'm wrong, is most first civilizations, whatever, would have made a stone stairs or if they made a wooden one, it would probably be long gone by now. Yeah. Um the yeah, the wooden stairs would probably freak me out more than old stone stairs. Like if I saw old stone stairs, that could be like, oh wow, you know, maybe there was a whole fucking city here two hundred years ago, three hundred years ago. But 
I was actually just thinking, what would be the freakiest thing to find out in the woods? Not the staircase. Imagine this. You come up and it's just a small foundation, a door that's like nicely painted. The door frame is nicely painted. It's got like, you know, a little knocker on it and everything. There's like, you know, nice handle and everything. Imagine coming up on that in the woods. I think I would run from that. You wouldn't go through the door? I don't know where I would come up. (laughs) I mean, you might, that might be like a really bad Mandela. Like not the usual ones that we're going through every day seemingly, but like a totally different one where the world's completely changed. Yeah, yeah. Maybe you go through the door and you come out and you realize you're actually Tim Tebow. That'd be terrifying. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Holy (laughs) shit. I threw away my NFL career just because I didn't want to play tight end. Damn it. (laughs) Dude, I saw a little sidetrack here. I saw, was I watching one of the college games yesterday and they were giving away $50,000 to these two people. Mm -hmm. Well, they had the throwing contest between... I can't think of his name, Brady Quinn, I think, and Matt Leinart. And I'm Mm -hmm. like, gee, where did they find the two washed up first round picks to do this (laughs) for 50 grand for these two people? Was uh, was 50 grand on the line? Well, yeah, for the the people, they were going to give it to him. Thankfully, they just gave both the kids uh, 50 grand each. But it's just like, Jesus, guys, come on. I don't know. I think I'm not sure who I would pick in that in that contest. I think I might, I wouldn't pick Tim Tebow because he's a lefty. I think he might have trouble shoveling the ball in there. Well, I think I Matt Leinart was a lefty. With, I might go with Matt Leinart. Yeah. yeah. He, I, I think he technically did win, but they allegedly were tied, but whatever. The kid, they got their 50 grand. So congratulations to them. And thank you, Dr. Pepper, for doing that for them. Now, yeah, if I could, oh, I was going to say, if I could have my choice of quarterback, I think I'd pick Patty Mahomes. With that shuffle pass, he's got a good shuffle pass. Yeah, yeah, that that's very true. I don't think he's gonna be. I don't think he's gonna do it for you though. These were two like not playing NFL anymore people. So anyway, unless State Farm's given the fifty grand, then he would. Right. All right. Now the last kind of thing here is there's a lot of reports of people finding these stairs, and there'd be kind of around the stairs allegedly a faceless figure with black like black eyes that kind of are like watching them so that kind of adds i don't i guess that could be extraterrestrial or that could be a paranormal aspect to the stairs as well i don't know um what do you think about that could possibly be hillary clinton also there you go maybe that figure is there protecting barack obama's birth certificate phil could be. Was the figure wearing a blue pants suit? <laughs> I don't believe so. Okay. Well, maybe we can rule out Hillary Clinton then. <laughs> she doesn't have a face? Uh, No, she has a face, but who knows if she can take it off or put it back on. Who knows? True. Do you, remember the, do you remember the bad guy from uh, Dick Tracy, the faceless guy? Yes, I do. Maybe it's him. Anyway, Could let's talk about... The possibilities for these stairs being there. We're going to be getting um, a, a really weird. Now, I'm going to start off in the top, probably, if we want to get the weirdest one. Do you, I know this is hard for you because of the 411 thing, but in my eyes, if these stairs are real, the main connection is something to do with the 
missing people at 411 and the stairs. I don't know why. Uh, mainly because, you know, the search and rescue people are reporting these allegedly. I don't know what the stairs would be used for if they're using them to in the disappearances somehow. I don't know. It's just, it's hard to explain because you have to understand that these people are literally like vanishing into thin air and are never heard from again or from the location they are. They're found like, I don't know, 50 miles, 40 miles from where they were first missing and they've moved that distance within a day. So on foot, I don't really think that's possible unless you're, uh, whatever his name is, Hussein Bolt or Usain Bolt. Yeah, there's... Let me try to think. I mean, you would have to be one of those super marathon runners to run that far in less than a day. Um, I mean, it is kind of weird to think of like a staircase leading to almost like there's like a portal, you know, right. like taking you somewhere else. Like what if there was a brave soul who walked up those stairs just to go up there and then all of a sudden they were just somewhere else, <laughs> you know, disoriented. Didn't know how the fuck they got there. Could be one of those situations. Maybe that's how you get into Space Jam. The world of Space Jam. Oh, yeah. No, it's uh, it's the golf tee. You got ah, right. <laughs> yeah, the dude, the dude from Jurassic Park in Seinfeld has to uh, bump your ass, and then you accidentally fall into the golf tee. Okay, all right. Well, actually, Phil, that brings up one of the speculated possibilities of the stairs is that they are like... You walk up to, up them, or it'll take you to like another dimension. Some people think it'll take mm-hmm. you into hell if you're into that. Uh, so maybe that's a possibility. I'm just thinking the connection here back to what you said. If we're getting really weird and nonsensical, the aliens use it for, uh, I guess, stairs to get on the ship. What if they take the missing people, their ship's parked there, use the stairs to go up, search and rescue naturally comes upon it? Mm-hmm. And then their ship is cloaked, so you can't see their ship. Or they've taken off already after the abduction. Oh, yeah. Good good call. Yeah, it could be that, yeah. too. Yeah. So, I don't know. And then you can kind of mix in the uh, hellier thing, where if there was aliens in these cave systems, they put them there for some reason. It's kind of weird, because if you watch Hellier, again, I don't necessarily believe everything they say, but... They get like these weird messages leading them to a cave entrance saying, you know, go in there. And then the cave entrance is kind of like blocked off. But they Mm -hmm. think the aliens have a way to like get through that, I guess, somehow with their technology. I don't know. We're getting so weird on this episode. I don't even know. But again, kind of like a a Star Trek thing where they use um, in the newer Star Trek shows, they had these little rooms where they could, you know have like uh not mirages would you holograms like yeah. a holodeck could be something like that or you could just make there be a wall there even though there's no real wall there or like they can transport themselves through it somehow i think that's kind of what they lean on like they have something yeah. where they can just pass through mass i guess yeah like a field they just like there's like a field generator but they can like walk through it yeah oh, i wish we actually had that technology <laughs> would be great <laughs> so i was thinking this lady in norway she found her stair she she found the stairs in norway right right but since does this if a staircase like in you know germany if that takes you to like what heaven or hell or whatnot does the one in norway take you to valhalla 
I I'd hope so. That would be fucking awesome. Go and fight the Ragnarok every if day. You, the stairs in Utah take you to your own planet. Or Missouri. Or Missouri. Whatever. There you go. <laughs> Whatever they consider heaven to be. Maybe Joseph Smith thought they were golden tablets, but it was actually just two stairs. Could be. And there you go. Hell yeah. We're solving all the religions now. <laughs> and we're just kidding. He made it all up. Everyone knows that. <laughs> Maybe Jesus didn't walk across water. He just walked on stairs. Maybe that's what it was. Underwater yeah. stairs. There you go. We're just kidding. They made him up too. So. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Now we'll... The last two I have here, maybe the stairs, they're speculating that maybe the stairs are put up there because there's like a cult that use them as a uh, pulpit or something mm. like they use it to preach off of or something. I, get, I mean, I don't know why they'd be have to be so high up necessarily, but you could definitely see that being a possibility. Maybe there's some uh, cult ritual or something like that going on there. I don't know. Maybe they're worshiping some god nobody knows about i don't you know what i mean there's so many religions who the hell knows but it could there, it, it could function for that there are a lot of religions and little groups who use like like steps or stairs as like kind of like metaphors for life so i could see like um the uh alcoholics anonymous they use like the 12 steps and i remember boy scouts had the the kind of like the you know they kind of symbolized it on like a bridge and you, you know, walked this path or whatnot. I mean, I could see in a religion that situation where they build these steps just for, you know, to symbolize walking the path or something like that. So maybe right. maybe something like that. I always feel like if there's anywhere to be a weird, obscure cult, it's probably in the middle of the fucking woods somewhere. You know what I mean? Yes, perfect place for it. That or an old defunct church. Right, right. Also a perfect place. But yeah, the woods is nice and fucking secluded. You can have all your fucking, you know, drink your fucking animal blood, orgies, fucking whatever you want to do out there. As long as you're <laughs> not hurting anybody, you know. Right. Well, I'd assume drinking animal blood meant that you probably hurt something, Phil. Uh, animals die every day for our fucking enjoyment. It's fine. <laughs> All right. Blood's got to go somewhere. All right. Profit. True. True. All right. Last, I mean, last thing here, Phil. Uh, stairs are merely there is a remnant of uh, an old uh, town, a building, a house. Maybe some hillbilly had an idea of creating some sort of homestead here. Uh, anybody who's watched, I can't remember what the show's called about the country people in Alaska where they like just cut down wood to like start building their home out there and live. I have you do remember that show? Um, no, I don't. Uh, was it the competition one, the reality show? No, where they were teaching them how to live out there? No, they literally just were living out there for the fun of it. Oh, okay. No, I don't remember that show. Um, kind of like the Frighteners, how that dude just had a house that's constantly under construction. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. I mean, sometimes people just want to live in the woods. It happens. I don't know why, but uh, sometimes they guess that could be an explanation why there's so many of them, though, or so many of, of them reported, at least. I don't mm. know. That's kind of the weird thing. Uh, I guess the last thing we can talk about is the source that the story originated from, r slash no sleep. Again, like Phil mentioned with the cat thing, 
Um, you don't necessarily know if it's true or false. It's just there. But people mm. certainly went along with it and had their own stories. But again, those could be true or false. So it's hard to say. Yeah, I um, with this subreddit, I, I mean, reading it might be kind of interesting. Um, seeing all the crazy stories, it'd be kind of fun to post to it, too, and just to see what response you get. Um, I think the but, I think the guy's post had eleven thousand comments on it or something. Wow, really? Yeah. That's it's pretty fucking. Uh, I mean, it'd be really good to get you know positive feedback just for your a small amount of work. That's I mean, think about it. Like writers who you know are just trying to write like little stuff to get better at it. How do they get eleven thousand eyes in front of anything? You know. Well, maybe like, you should post your ghost stories on there and see what happens. Yeah, that'd be fun. Mine are <laughs> way too fucking fictional, though. They couldn't, they wouldn't be like this. All right, Phil, what do you, what do you think? What in, in your gut, do you think there's any validity, validity to this? Or do you think this is just, I, I could even be a tulpa, I guess, if you want to put it that way. Guy created the idea of stairs in the woods, and now it's kind of created a phenomenon with people on the internet. I didn't think of that, but I, I actually like that a lot. Um, I mean, obviously people come up upon a staircase in the woods. It probably used to belong to a building or some kind of structure. That's the obvious one, but I do actually like Topa. Um, I like that for a lot more things like more and more the idea of like, you know, this emanating from someone's psyche and like manifesting itself in the physical world. Um, I also kind of like the idea for, you know, aliens coming down and using them. You know, obviously, uh, luring people to go up them also, like be it to go to hell or whatnot, some other dimension. But I would say most likely it's probably just to an old building or from an old settlement or something like that. Right. Yeah. I mean, you and I grew up in the country. Our woods weren't like a state parks woods, but even in those when nobody should be there, <laughs> there's just weird stuff in there. I don't know. The woods just have weird stuff in them sometimes i don't know it's just that's been my experience yeah and it's usually like we said like weird fucking outcast teenagers who are you know putting some of that stuff in the woods right so, or weird outcast adults too in some situations <laughs> i would assume those eight tracks you talked about probably were kids in the 80s partying in the woods or something and got shit faced and threw them out there or they threw their trash out there or God knows. Oh, I didn't even I didn't even think about that. Some kids out there with an eight track player fucking partying in the woods. Oh yeah. And then they just dropped you, it out there. That's you, actually not bad. You need to rewatch the documentary Dazed and Confused, Phil. Yes. <laughs> that's true. We actually that was pretty much from the age of like whatever, fifteen until eighteen. I think I only primarily drank in like cornfields oh, or yeah. people's backyards and Oh yeah. Yeah. It's we a didn't perfect really, hiding place. Yeah, definitely. We weren't really, uh, well, I don't think uh, we were really, at that time, they didn't, you know, parents didn't just allow their kids to have parties at their house in fucking Iowa. But no. we weren't really welcome anywhere, like, to have our parties. So you got to kind of find your own place to invite everyone out. It was kind of peaceful. I'll give it that. But, uh, but anyway, Phil, let's wrap this up here. I want to personally thank everybody who has supported us on Patreon. I am actually thinking about doing a reward for everybody who has supported us. We might get 
some nice little posters on order. I think we're going to do that. Um, and it, I, we're going to keep the off the off the record series rolling on there. We're going to try to get one out every week. I would love mm-hmm. if anybody who is a member just let us know if they are enjoying them or if they would like a, us to go a different direction. But uh, it's real easy for Phil and I to just, like my sister calls us, Chatty Cathy's up there. (laughs) Uh, And uh, yeah, thank you so much. Head over to patreon.com slash subliminal deception. I'd recommend typing it in because the search engine will not work, like Phil mentioned, because of explicit content. Apparently that blocks you from the search engine. Cocksucker Patreon there. Uh, Otherwise, Phil, where else can people reach us? Well, uh, like you mentioned, uh, subliminal deception, our website, www.subliminaldeception.com. Uh, you know, you can not only find our Patreon on there, you can also hit us up there in the contact box. Uh, if you feel like doing it the old fashioned way, it's subliminal D podcast at gmail.com. Uh, we really like hearing from everybody, you know, just, uh, had a really great, uh, Instagram conversation actually a few days ago. Uh, there were talk, a uh, guy on there was telling me about some, uh, special operations people in the Vietnam war. And how some of those guys weren't coming back. So might do an episode on that. But yeah, if you want to get a hold of us, also Instagram works. Uh, Subliminal Deception Podcast on IG. Uh, great way. Cody and I also have our own Instagrams. Mine is sdpodphil. I'm checking it more and more now. So I got my password. I'm fucking good to go with that shit. Cody, you got one too? Yeah, you can follow my personal Instagram at CodyZabub. Um, I haven't been, I've been falling apart on the meme market, but I'm hoping to get back in there soon. You're, you're a working boy now. So. Yeah, yeah, it's, and unfortunately, I do not have my phone on me while I'm working, so there's that. Mm-hmm. Uh, the other thing is, if you are an iTunes listener, if you would take a few minutes out of your day and log on to iTunes and leave the show a five-star review, just write something nice in there, write something mean, just make sure it's five stars. If you are a Spotify user, just hit that goddamn follow button. It's all you got to do. It's real easy. It helps the show, helps boost the ratings. Otherwise, guys, I hope you enjoyed getting a little weird here on Christmas weekend. I hope you all had a Merry Christmas, and we'll see you next week. Thanks, guys.